Manzi and Trost back on the air yet again. Can't get rid of us. You can't. You can try. Can you try, though? You won't be successful. You won't be successful. This is the only thing that you should be doing at an 8 o'clock on a Thursday night. That's right. I'm There's no alternative. It's the only thing I'm doing. Well, that's for, that's for sure. <laughs> you too, huh? Yeah. But right, and the only thing our devoted listeners are doing, and, and they shouldn't be upset by that because this is this is a great time. It's always be, a great time. They should be looking forward to it. I think they do. Oh my gosh! It's almost eight o'clock Eastern oh time God. on Thursday. I'm excited. That's what they think. Do you think they get the sweats? I get the sweats. I get the sweats. I, I, my leg right here, my left leg especially. There's a little bit of a drip. Is that because you took a nap earlier, or is it both? I took a long nap. You did, like two hours. Like like five New Girl episodes worth. Did you see what I was doing though? No, I don't watch it was, you sleep. It was no, no, no. But I would. It was there. Were, it was a half hour interval nap. Oh, actually, I did notice that because your alarm went off every thirty minutes. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. That after every half hour, I might consider getting up and see, doing some work. After the first half hour, I was like, okay. Like he snoozed one, I'll wake up the next half hour. But then you snooze the second and the third one, and I was a little confused. <laughs> I, I had some irrational. Actually, this wasn't irrational, but I, I, when I was, I had some half, half baked, half asleep thought that I was, I need this nap because I'm gonna start grind, I'm gonna grind homework later tonight. And actually, me and Ryan have a trip planned. Uh, we're gonna go to McDonald's right after this. And we're, gonna, we're gonna get some coffee. Ryan might get a Shamrock Shake if he's I'm feeling lucky. I'm thinking about it because you know they're delicious and it's March and they're only around. They're only around once a year. You know, March is a special month. Why? Well, for a few reasons. A Shamrock Shake time. Okay. B St. Patrick's Day. Yep. Which is a lovely town. I don't know if there's any parade kind of thing in Boston, but in Chicago there's a big parade. They dye the river green. It's a it's a big ordeal. It is in Boston as well. Yeah. Oh, that's very nice. And and there's a third reason. What's the third? Uh, my sister's birthday is actually. No, March. you get out of town. I know. The same sister who sent us those delicious in, insomnia insomnia cookies. The same sister. She's that was really nice of her. That was very nice of her, and we want to take this time to thank her over the air. In front of all of our listeners yeah. right now. Thank so, you, th- thank yeah. you, Carly. Thank you, Carly. Those they were very, uh, they were very tasty. And Ryan, what, which one of those cookies is there? Was a, quite the assortment of cookies to choose from. Which one was your favorite? No, I'm I'm gonna get a little explicit here. <laughs> I'm an absolute whore for peanut butter co- <laughs> cookies. <laughs> I mean, I just that's the them. first time we've ever swore. Yeah, you have never sworn on never, the air. Never sworn. Wow, there it is. So you must feel pretty strongly about I those peanut butter cookies. I love a good peanut butter cookie. My mother makes the best peanut butter cookies. Um, but yeah, peanut butter cookies does it for me. What about you? It's tough because... Um, I feel like it's not tough. No, but it is. Because but, you, but you were raving about... Okay, about I was raving about the red velvet cookie. It's like this red velvet base with the white chocolate chips. Very good, very uh-huh. tasty. But like, uh-huh. you give me one of those chocolate chips cookies, I mean, I'm going to be just as The content. double chocolate chunk? And no, 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 not the double chocolate chunk. Okay. Like there's a chocolate chip. I like, the, I like the double chocolate chunk. Don't get me wrong, but okay. it doesn't really kind of pales in comparison to the red velvet and the, just the classic chocolate chip. Yeah. Nonetheless, uh, nevertheless, nevertheless, Insomnia Cookies makes a great batch of cookies. You, sh- you, sh- you guys should try them out. You should, and you should get a very nice and generous sister that'll send you some when you're in college. I don't have a sister. You should get one. How do I do that? Can you adopt siblings? Like with that, not like you don't need a parental third party here. Like I want to just adopt a straight up sibling. Like just you alone, 
like, like handle all the paperwork and stuff. Yeah, but like it doesn't mean I'm legally obligated to take care of them because they're just, just my sibling. It just means you guys are technically siblings. Yeah, is that possible? Probably not. Probably not. Not in this country. <laughs> but maybe maybe in countries. China. Maybe in China. Who's we'll get we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah, that we will. Um, in the meanwhile though. Meanwhile, yesterday we had our mental health break. In the middle of the week, we had a, we had a day off. We had Wednesday off, mm. right in the middle of the week, so mm. nobody could travel and go anywhere. Bastards! It's terrible. It's terrible. My teachers, they, I mean, they all make fun of the administration for this. Oh, they were laughable like, idea of a break. Your professors were they're vocal about it. Because they them. they probably want the they probably enjoy a nice spring break as well. I would, imagine, as as we I would imagine they do. They have wives and husbands and children. They want to spend time with them. I agree. It is. It's definitely. I, I will say that I would have rather come back a week earlier in January and have the week off. Agreed. Like I understand it's hard to send kids away and have them come back, um, and have them come back. You know, in the midst of a pandemic. But the, don't these people? They, these people need to realize the administration at BC needs to realize that kids are leaving all the time. That's true. Because they and and it's it's not like. Because and they put no, they put forth no effort in controlling that and stopping that. They literally just say, "Don't leave." And most there's no security. And and there's no there's no check ins at the buildings. No, I mean, you can you can get into any any building you want to. Literally, you could get into any building. You could have even at three a.m. per se. Yeah, and like like you like there's a, there is a pretty there's a strict policy about like non BC um, students like. But being on it, campus, is it enforced? it's not enforced. It's not enforced at all in any way, shape, or form. So that's that's why it's a little bit laughable to me to sit here and tell me we don't want you guys to travel. That's why we have in the middle of the week. Like, come on, yeah, that's right. just you're, you're also you're just screwing. It's us ridiculous. Over, so. It's ridiculous. That's and, our. That's you our know, point. my teacher brought up a uh, interesting point today. Yeah. Why make it? Why cancel Wednesday's class and then move Wednesday's class to Thursday? Why not just cancel Thursday's class? Like, go to school Monday, go to school Tuesday, go to school Wednesday, off Thursday, go to school Friday. Is that too close to the weekend? It's the same net effect. You're getting rid of a Thursday class. Because remember they hmm. moved Thursday's class? I don't know. Maybe they wanted Maybe they were like, split? oh, no, people might skip fr- Friday and make a long weekend out of it. Because so, I think there are... That's what I imagine, at least. I probably is, because I, I don't know if there's a, a lot of kids, but I, kn- I know there's definitely a... Um, Significant enough chunk of students who have who do not have Friday classes, like our good friend Ryan Byrne, who does not have Friday classes. Me, he, last really, sem- he really sets everything up for himself. Doesn't he does. I a lot two semesters ago, our freshman second semester, I had no Friday classes. And how'd you like that? It was, it was great. Was it? Oh my god, I miss it so much. It was like, like remember we get out of econ on Thursdays? Yes. That was it for me. That was the rest. That was I'm done. I was done on a three. I was already done by three o'clock on a Thursday. It gives you one extra day to do work. Like, you get to go out on Thursday night and, you know, do some extracurricular activities. Did you go out on a lot of Thursday nights? I remember I used to go visit Harrison and Northeastern. Mm, that's true. I didn't feel bad about, like, leaving you guys or whatever because it's not like you guys could do anything because you had class. class. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Anyways, that's that's just, you know, so that's the, the gist of it is that we are not happy with the one-day break. My mental health, I can't say, is, is being, like, benefited. That, one, that from, much better? Okay. No, it's not. I did have a good day, though. I mean, you didn't what, ask what, me about my day, but I'm gonna talk about what it. What did we do? What What did you do on the on your mental health break? On Wednesday, my like the day that we hit off. Yes, I um I watched a lot of my show. I caught up in a lot of sleep, and um, I went on a run actually. I didn't notice that. Yeah, while you were napping. That was to- hey hey. What? what? I've been no, I haven't been napping that much. I, 
But it's curious. I was very surprised that you were running. I you haven't run all year. Myself. What 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 came over you? Let me happen. I was just sitting there, watching you sleep on your comfy bed with your weighted blanket, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> I need to get up and do something." So I got up and I did something. Felt good. Felt so good. my laziness inspired you. Partly, yes. Also, BK's determination to go to the gym every day. He he is. He's on a mission. He's on a he's a man on a mission. He's a BK on a mission. Yep. You know, if you guys knew, if you guys know BK, if you, if some of you may, you, some of you may, some of you may not. But if you do know him, then you would know that BK is not the kid that you would say, like you, like if you, if like I told you, yeah, BK, he's he told us he's gonna start hitting the gym every day for like the next five months. You'd I'd, be like, you'd be like, no chance. I'd laugh in his face, like laugh right in his face, and you wouldn't feel face. bad about it. No, and he would give you like the little. He's a little pissy, wissy thing, but he, but he's actually proved us wrong. He has so far. He told us he'd go through March and April. What do you What do you think? Do you I think? Don't he, know. I don't know. I want to. I kind of just want to see. At him. the beginning of April, we're gonna see. We're gonna have a little Easter break. We'll, oh, we'll see how he handles that. That could throw him off. From a curveball. Very well could. Very well could. There's no way he's eating healthy on Easter. That, there's no way. Not not with his. Well, never mind. No, this is what. Nothing. Tuesday night, what did we do? We had a good time. Tuesday night, we went to my Cape house. And we did what? With a couple of friends. Uh-huh. It's totally it's totally allowed because we're you know, we're in Massachusetts still leaving out, you know, it's it's true. It's true. Um, we went to my Cape house and we played a game. We did. A game that Ryan has been begging us to play for about a couple of weeks now. I was super excited about. It's true. Ryan, I'm going to give you the 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 microphone here. Although you already have your own microphone, but I mean, I'm gonna let you talk here because this is kind of your thing. Like, what what what's the game? Where is it from? How'd it go? Well, the game is far too vast to discuss in merely an hour's episode. You could probably talk uh, about. I'm sure you know this. Oh too. yeah, it's it's it would it would take it's, up so much time. I mean, it's in the show they they like to say that it's 50 percent Candyland and 50 percent a alcoholic beverage consuming game. Okay. However, that's very quickly uh, countered with someone saying it's a 90% alcohol beverage consuming game, 5% Candyland, and 5% The Floor is Lava. How do you feel about those? Which one, which one are you leaning towards? 95 Definitely or? the second one. It's yeah, definitely agreed. not 50-50 Candyland and the drinking. Agreed. And anyway, The Floor is Lava deserves a little bit of a chunk. It does. It's an important part, it, as you found out. As I found out very early on, I, I was... I was um, well, why don't you keep, why don't you explain a little bit of the, the anatomy of the game so I can yeah so basically the game is there's a there's a middle we call it the castle and it has a king which is a, a bottle of a bottle of liquor and and you just basically just make your way around the castle jumping from piece of furniture to piece of furniture etc trying to avoid the lava trying to make your way back around to your to your spot your initial spot. And basically, you're just racing, racing your friends to get around and, and finish finish your allotment of beverages before the other teams. It's really as simple as that. There's just a lot of a lot of tweaks in there uh, that kind of really make the game what it is. Yeah, it's and there's a lot of it, there's a lot of moving parts, tons. Um, it, it's really, but like you know, when you were, I was almost wor- I'll admit to, I was kind of worried leading up to the game because uh-huh. I was thinking there's too many rules. People are going to get annoyed. They're going to get confused. Right. But it turned out to be awesome because you just kind of, once you, you start to drink a little and you start to have some fun, and you, you, you as long as you remember the, 
basic. Remember the basic rules on how to move. You don't really need to know the other moves. And then you can almost make crap up as you go. Exactly. And then you randomly remember a, a rule like halfway through the game and you just say it and yeah. everyone's like, oh my oh god, I no, forgot. I totally forgot. It's a fun game. It was but fun. It, um, it, Definitely. Actually, it hails from um, this TV show I'm watching right now. It's called New Girl. Oh, I've heard of it. Great TV show. Perhaps my favorite TV show of all time. I always know Ryan's watching New Girl because I'll be sitting doing work or in my bed and Ryan will be quiet for a little bit but all of a sudden I hear him chuckle. Yeah. And he has headphones in so I don't really know what he's chuckling to. But then I'll do a cu- couple of successive chuckles like, oh, he's definitely watching New Girl on that laptop of his. It makes me laugh. It does make you laugh because it's pretty good. Well, that means it's a good show, right? It is, it is. And, um, and like you said, it, it's got some pretty good reviews. Yeah, I actually was unaware. Of, it's actually one that, you know, it's it's very rare that you see a sitcom which gets better, which is which, which, which gets more critically acclaimed as the seasons go on. Usually sitcoms kind of become stale. Okay. Their last season... Is a hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes score. That's incredible. And, they're gla- and their last couple were like ninety five plus. I mean, it's exciting. It's 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 um that that is that is that so, makes me excited as right. a, as a as an avid sure. viewer of things, movies, and TV. It, I want to go and watch them. And it makes me excited for someone who's on season five of seven to look forward to the rest. Yeah, of it. you know, you're not see not. There's never going to be a point. Well, I mean, like, uh, you're, you're chugging, like, slugging there, along. There's no season eight, season nine situation of The Office going on. Wait, hold on. I'm getting a call right now. I'm gonna and I think this would be kind of funny if I put this kid right on the air. Sure. Hey, Christian. What? Christian, you're on the air right now, buddy. Hello there. <laughs> Christian, well, I, I can only have you on for like a minute here, but I want you to give me one hot take. What, okay, here, like, what is your favorite TV show of all time? Favorite TV show of all time? Yeah. It's the easiest, The Office. Office? The, uh, you know what? You can't really go wrong with that. You can't. You can't. Yeah. And, 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 and Christian, who is your favorite character in The Office? Good question. Um, I gotta go with Dwight. He's I, different. He's quirky, but he's a beast. He's different. He's quirky. He's a beast. And you know what? He's... I don't think he's he's so unlike any other character in any other show ever that he's very unique. So I, I'll, that's a good one. All right, Christian. Well, um, w- pleasure having you on. Uh, I'll, I'll text you later. All right. Sounds good. All right. See you, buddy. <laughs> see, fair take. That was funny. is a great show. Season eight, season nine, though they take exactly. A big that's jump off the cliff. You're right. Lens right. In. It, it really because honestly, because Michael leaves, that makes it tough. Yeah, Michael. I see. Michael's my favorite character in the show. Michael's. I think he's. I think he's the best character. I think he's the best character. I think he. Um, he doesn't have to be a favorite, but I think he's the best. Dwight. Dwight is. I think there's big. There's a big three. There's Jim. There's Dwight. There's Michael. Obviously, Very it's kind of tough. Jim is like probably the least like spontaneous, funny, but he's like the most like he's clever, likable, most clever, most likable. He's most. He's the most like there. He's present. You can relate to him. He's the most relatable character. Agreed. Agreed. Dwight is quirky, funny, and then Mike quirky, Mike. funny, dumb, and then Michael's like stupid. Um, dad joke kind of like oh, yeah. inappropriate humor. Very it's inappropriate. it's a great that's a great show. It but is. new but new girl, your favorite new girl, my and favorite. you love it. I want us we're gonna start watching it watch, together. Are you watching anything right now? Um, we, a break from TV. you know we were watching Vikings. You and I, yeah, we did. We, we watched two episodes. Yeah, I didn't go. Um, honestly, I was watching Peaky Blinders before I came here. Yeah, this semester. My friend Joe got me onto it. Um, it was really good. I just like I don't know when I'm at school like. I just, if I like have a break from work, like if I find if I if I like actually have some time, I can just like unwind. I will either listen to music or I'm sleeping. 
that's there's no time for show. Extremely accurate. It's right. That's probably as accurate that's as it gets. It, that's as accurate as it, or eating maybe. I do love to eat. It it yeah, pains yeah. me how it, it it pains me how much I love to eat. Nothing wrong with that. No, it's not, you're right. Um. So, I, uh, this um, past week actually, um, a lot of, lot of campaigning, a lot of advertising going on. Yes. For this big UGBC election held out here on campus. Is it big? That's the question. Does does it really matter? What do you think? I get, I don't even know the names of the people that won. First of all, I know who won. Zach something. Zach or Jack and <laughs> I don't. Then there's a girl. I don't know her name. But I know the comp- opponents' names. Erwa, Erwa Sarah and Sarah. I know they ran. And the Spencer and Ryan Croft. Spe- and Spencer and Ryan. And who? Um, there was another one. No. Really curveball for me. I didn't know they were going to win these these two no names. Well, to us, they're no names. They they got a lot of votes. They I feel bad. Um, they got what twelve hundred. They got they got the overwhelming majority of. The and votes. I think the Spencer Sandusky campaign. One hundred eighty six, I believe. And that. One hundred eighty. I feel kind of bad. I voted for him because I just know him because so Spencer's his kid. We're, we were like acquainted with last year. He's good. You're in a video together. We're in a video. There's a video of us. There's a video of them. It's a funny video. It's but a great video. He's a good kid. Maybe I'll and send so I, it over the web one of these days. Maybe not. No, no, you, you can't. No, no. That video does not belong on the web. Well. No, no. What, what is the post-election, video? Post-election, what's the effect? Oh, oh. Yeah, nothing. There's a funny video of Spencer and I, and it's... Um, It'll remain... Taken out of context. Sort of. Something, something. You might think some weird things. Yeah. Anyways, it's well, a weird video. Is, people are getting... People are... Maybe like, that's why you won the election. Maybe I... Maybe I Maybe... Did you... Uh, you said that out. Ugh, you that's bastard. Um, no, but uh, I think that... You don't expect any changes. This UGBC thing is a bunch of honey baloney. 100%. It's, it's, a great, it's a great resume booster. The people who win are accomplished, huge, typically. But I, I read through most of their... Um, their, like... Policies. Policies. They have a, they have the, you know PowerPoint presentations you can take a look at. Uh, pol- you know, their policies, what they would like to you know their their plan of action, so to speak. It's all of it is unrealistic. They're literally to me. You can as a UGBC candidate, you are campaigning on two things. You're you're, you're you know you are um you have two things that you can use to your advantage. I mean, it's what like how nice do the things you're promising sound? Sure. And how realistic? How, are how, they? how, but not no. But I don't even think that's that. I don't think that's what it is. I don't. Th- I don't think realism even plays a part. It's it's how nice they sound and how popular you are around campus. That that's is, a good. Point. Those are the only things that play into this. If some, they must know, be popular around campus. Then. Yeah, I think that you don't get twelve hundred votes without having some sort of agreed um, base there. Uh, would, would, would you agree with that sentiment for the most part? I would. It's definitely a popularity contest, and because when you look at all the policies, I don't imagine they're that different from each other. No, right? No, there's no way. Bring back late night. Hold the administration accountable for whatever acts of disrespect you think they have committed. Yeah, and it's really it's an, it's honestly a little bit of an administration bashing in some of these. It hundred, and maybe that's why maybe Erwan and Sarah didn't win because they were they were anticipated to to bash the administration too much. You know, with their climate objectives, and um, I know they were bashing the administration. Something about like uh, transgender equality on campus and stuff yep. like that. Maybe the administration had something to do with it. You think? I don't know. You think this is a corrupt election? I'm just saying, it could be. It's fun to think about. You know, it is. It is, and because um, I could care less really about the election results. No, I could give them. 
But, give a lug. I could give a lug. Yeah, right. But um, I, I do think. I mean, I think it's fun. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's kind of cool to see people campaigning, like taking it seriously. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it doesn't. It it's not nearly as it's it's not as influential. As try to make it. Yeah, I, I I agree. I agree. Um. But good for them, I guess. For yeah, good congratulations, for those, Jack, Jack, Zach, Jack something, and and, and the the VP, future VP. And I will say, um, uh, one last thing on this quickly, uh, you know, the Sandusky, Spencer Sandusky, and uh, the Ryan Cruff campaign. I voted for them. Yes, they kind of went with some li- little bit of a radical, uh, controversial um, stance. I heard about a couple this. days before the election. I heard about this. They posted a picture on their Instagram, and I guess they talked about it during a debate. On oh, wow. Zoom, and it was it was a picture, and all it said was hashtag legalized sex. Hmm. And I'm Ambiguous. seeing this on Instagram late at night. I'm like, what the heck is this? This what, is weird. What, what was it? So I guess sex is technically not allowed on BC campus. Huh. I didn't know that. I don't imagine. I'm not sure how get, that could ever be enforced. No, I don't imagine many people get in trouble for that. And then I can't. I, it has to be zero. And so There's no way. I think that was. Uh, desperate attempt to get people to rally behind them, but based they on cre- something that they created their own solution to a problem they created. Yeah, a problem that doesn't exist. Exactly, they created their own problem just to have a solution. Yeah, that, so I don't, I, that that probably I think that probably backfired. People were probably like, "Well, that's the people." They were like, "People voters were probably like, well, they're trying to be funny." Probably, I think it's stupid. Yeah. So probably that's okay. our ten cents on that. Yeah. Right. Um. You know. A little segue here. Have you heard about? Uh, I don't, I'm going to botch his name a little bit, but have you heard about Zlatan Ibrahimovic or Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Ibrahimovic, I think. Yeah. Have you heard of him? He is a f- European soccer player. He plays for the Galaxy now, I think. Um, plays yes. in the MLS now, but he pretty much he's he's the best player in the MLS by a long shot because he played high level in Europe. Yes, exactly. And, so and what is it that? Basically, he he made a comment. He made a he made a comment, and he said basically, athletes should stick to sports. They should do what they're good at. They shouldn't use their status or their platform for politics. How do you feel about that? I think that I have a weird opinion on this. I think that Zlatan is wrong, is partly wrong here. I do not think that just because you are an athlete means you cannot speak out about social issues, world issues, political news, whatnot. Because, and the, re- the reason being is that they, athletes exist on such a platform that sometimes, and there are some people, there are a lot of people in this country, in the world, that are that put these people on pedestals and they, they perhaps sports is their only like outlet into the real world for some reason or whatever. And I think that, so I think these athletes could do a lot of good by speaking out because they have such influence. Now, I will say that you have to take, you have to take all this with a grain of salt. Sorry, I'm getting another FaceTime from uh, a friend. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to, for the sake of time, I'm just going to decline. We're not going to do a special guest for sure. this one. Um, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, so what I'm saying is you have to take – every time an athlete speaks out, I think you have to take it with a grain of salt because a lot of these times these guys aren't as educated 
as someone who is like an actual like political and, uh, commentator. I and think, that's not I like a that's, that's not like a knock on them. I'm just saying I it's think true. That's a good point. But I am not one to hold celebrities in like this perfect idea in my head. Like I, I don't. I'm not a big fan of idolizing celebrities in general, let alone athletes. We're all just humans at the end of the day. They're just as human as we are. They are just as much American citizens as you and I are. I agree. We both have to go through TSA at the airport. Maybe they don't, actually. They have private jets. Yeah, that was probably it. You, know you know what I'm saying? I get what you're getting at. I yeah, get exactly. you driving that boy. Exactly. Whoa. <laughs> All right. That was weird. <laughs> um, but basically, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that about the um, education thing because what Zlatan originally said was, I don't like when people, when they have some kind of status and they do politics at the same time as what they are doing. And LeBron responded with saying, I'm kind of the wrong guy to actually go at because I do my homework. That was his response. But in, in whether, did, whether, whether or not he does and whether or not I agree with him or whatever – I do like his comment when he says, there's no way I'd ever just stick to sports because I understand how this platform is powerful and how powerful my voice is. That I agree with. He's speaking up for the voiceless is what he's saying, and I see there's nothing wrong with it. I don't think, yeah, I, I, think, Zla, I think Zlatan should probably... What if I What's said, the point? Just shut up. Why are if, you saying things like that? What if I said the same thing LeBron says? Am I going to get shamed for it because I'm a BC student? It's the same thing. It's the same effect. He's, he appeals to more people because everyone knows his name. Yeah. But it's the same thing. We're both American citizens speaking up about issues. It, it's just in his job, he's well known. That's really the only difference. Yeah, and that's why, you know, it's not it's not a problem. The bigger problem is, I don't want to get, I could get political here. I'm going to get political here. The bigger problem is you have a guy like Donald Trump, for example. Sure. Who has a massive platform. He does. Uh, way, probably more massive than LeBron James does. And he, probably and, it's probably, and, you know, we, he's made his fair share of incorrect statements, misleading statements, and that is a that shouldn't that be something that's rep, I mean, that should be something that more people are more concerned about. Let's well, I don't think they should be. Well, they are, and they are. I think they are. Yeah, I mean, I believe Twitter banned. Him. No, yeah, there's no, and that's but there's a backlash. And I'm, I'm just I'm just using that as a comparison. It's like why we why is Latin Ibrahimovic like focusing on LeBron James at the end of the day. He has the influence. He has. He has a lot. Of, when he speaks, people listen to him. But I don't. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not, nothing he's saying has been devastating or has been, has been controversial. It, he's think, been pretty. I think he's actually a really good inspiration for a lot of people around the country. However, um, I, I don't have a problem with LeBron speaking up on anything. The problem is, is what he's not speaking about. And what's that? I'm sure you. I'm sure you know this. We've I'm talked sure a lot of a lot of NBA fans know this too. I, I believe it was 2018. Was it a oh, year yes. ago? Two years ago? It was a couple of years ago now. Um, the GM of the Houston Rockets, Daryl Morey. He now the six. Now the Sixers GM. Now the Sixers GM, who's really turned that franchise. He's, around. Yeah, oh, he's man, a good. Man. He's he's talented. He's but, great. Uh, whatever he does in the back, he's really good. At yeah, he's he good. He's good. Couldn't get Harden, but oh well. Anyway. No, they don't need him. He wants to. He wants to. Pay, he wants to build his own team. He doesn't yeah, want maybe. Harden to. It's a good point. Yeah. Well, anyway, sorry, let's get back to the more important Houston Ro- Former Houston Rockets GM, current Philadelphia 76ers GM, Daryl Morey, tweets amidst, it's a, it's a tough word for me, amidst, you know? Amidst. 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 
amidst it just doesn't yes. sound like a word to me well so head. now you're thinking about it too much yeah I, I always think about it that's the so that's that word gets me every time yeah i'll be walking through gas and i'm just thinking amidst amidst but that's a lie well who's to say anyway <laughs> so so dara mori tweets to the twitterverse which has millions if not billions of people out there and he says something along the lines of free hong kong uh, that was the gist of it. It was two sentences or one sentence, but it basically said free Hong Kong. Yep. And quickly after, we saw the NBA universe kind of react to this. And it started off with Adam Silver kind of like stepping in and criticizing Maury like politely in a way. Yep. He kind of basically said like, oh, Daryl Maury or like he d- basically – it was condescending, in my opinion. It was like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's sorry. However, we do have freedom of speech for all of the NBA employees. I mean, what was that, right? Basically saying, basically, that freedom of speech thing is is is, is total BS. 100%. And, um, no. But no, okay, so... And so... What, and what else was said? I think LeBron... And so, LeBron did say something, but he deleted his tweet, like, minutes after he tweeted it. And... The whole U.S. was confused about this. What's going on in China? What's going on in the NBA? Basically, everyone went silent in the NBA um, when China reacted to this because China stopped airing some preseason games over in China or something. And it it, apparently cut significantly into the NBA's uh, budget. And it hurt them financially. And I was just recently reading... Um, that the impact in China, while like it, let's say China doesn't air NBA games anymore, yeah. the the impact on the NBA would be so much greater than that on China that the, that the NBA can't afford to do so. And and I was wondering, well, why aren't the players saying anything? I mean, if the administration can't, if Adam Silver can't because of financial reasons, so be it. I guess, even though I don't agree with that. What, where's LeBron? I mean, LeBron speaks out about everything else, according to Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic. Well, I, so so I looked into that too. Apparently, the 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 financial crisis that the NBA would be in, they'd have to play all. They'd have to pay all their players significantly less. Yeah, and these guys are getting paid. LeBron James is getting paid forty plus million dollars a year. So it, is it, money the, more important to LeBron James than his I Promise school? Yeah, what's going on? Pretty much. That's why it, it kind of exposes the that. No, it does. Know, it exposes the the phoniness of these. It's, it's these hypocrisy. People. It's le- legitimate hypocrisy. These guys aren't. This is one thing you have to understand about most of these NBA players. They're not philanthropists. They're not social justice warriors. They're not. You don't. They're not great guys. They might be, but you can't assume that based on just because these small little things are doing here and there. At the end of the day, they care more about the bottom line, everyone, and, than anything else. And and that and everyone and it does. And everyone does in, and it, in the world. Yeah, no, yeah, that's right. I shouldn't even. I'm not isolating it to them. It just it's almost a human nature thing, and that just stems back. It all goes back to what you said. Daryl Morey says something somewhat inflammatory. <laughs> Not even. Consi- yeah, it's exactly it's just the just the minimum, the bare minimum of like controversy that surrounding China, um, and everyone freaks out. It's like, oh, you know, you can't snow Adam Silver, real, but no, but like, I almost can't even blame Adam Silver because it's a business decision. If you're the you're the commissioner of the NBA, your goal number one goal is ensure the profitability of of the corporation, right? So it, it sucks. And I, I think, and I can't, I, and I'm honestly, I'm, I wouldn't necessarily blame any of these guys. I just think fans 
who are insisting that guys like LeBron James and 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 others are amazing people. They're they're philanthropists. They 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 do so much good for the society. Like you got to take a step back. You don't really know these people. At the end of the day, they will do whatever it takes to get their paycheck. To get their paycheck. Uh, I mean, I to agree. maximize their paycheck. I agree and. I, I just, just to, in my opinion, there's no explanation for it. I mean, I get it. They're just chasing that paycheck at the end of the day. But they're, I mean, guys like LeBron James, the guy makes forty million dollars a year, and that's not even including his his endorsement deal with Nike he, too. He so. could retire right now and still make however much he gets from endorsements, millions of dollars a year through endorsements. Yeah. Some things are more important than sports. Some things are more important than your paycheck. And a good example of that, like your dad brought up last week, Muhammad Ali. Something was more important to him than the sport he was fighting, the yeah. sport he was playing, and the status that he had. So he, and he took a chance, and he's a, he's a hero because of it, right? It would just be nice to see somebody stand up. And maybe maybe the situation in China, Hong Kong, isn't as serious as it was as the Vietnam War conflict was back in the 60s in 70s but maybe it is i mean no one really knows what's going on over there you know i mean there's a lot of censorship going on there's there's always there's censorship um that's always been an issue they have a but I, I think it's objective to most american citizens at least i would like to think so i mean if ted cruz and aoc are agreeing on this they agreed on this back in 2018 or 19 when they both wrote a letter to adam silver i don't know if you knew that or not i did not know about they, this they collaborated on a letter Adam Silver. They collaborated. I believe so. Either they collaborated or they sent two separate letters saying the same thing. Probably. It was a little ambiguous. Um, but basically, they both agreed that Adam Silver was handling the situation very poorly and basically said, these are not American values that you're standing for. Like, giving up giving up freedom for money is not what America is all about. Yeah. I, I, it's just I crazy say- to me to, to see something like this going on in front of everyone's face and nobody's saying anything. And... The reason I actually brought this part up on the agenda is because I don't know if you saw, but today there was actually an article put out in Fox News, and the title is LeBron James NBA Stars Silent on Chinese Court Ruling Homosexuality as a Possible Mental Disorder. So China is declaring homosexuality a possible mental disorder, and the entire to use Fox News's words, liberal NBA population is completely silent over it. And based on what we said, we're not surprised. Although I think you need to understand some of the background with Fox News. They're very, no, some they reason, they're very anti-LeBron James. That's, that's very specifically. true. Specifically. Like the fact that they put LeBron James yes. as the only athlete mentioned in the headline. Agreed. Laura Ingraham, as you know, she told him, yes, shut yes. shop and dribble. There's a history there. Right. So I think when Fox News, Fox News sort of has an agenda, but I, I do think it's, um, I don't think it's something to ignore. And we, but, and we've, we've, we've been talking that that's, we, we know why. We know exactly why they haven't said anything. And, and obviously that article is very biased. And if you read it, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. But it's just the fact that that article exists. Like the fact that that actually happened in China and, and these stars who claim they can use their platform is, is powerful and their voice is powerful, like LeBron James said. He's silence. It, Let's be honest. Who is sorry guys? I'm I've been eating some fruit. Yeah, um, you grapes. probably heard it. Heard me grapes, grapes and melons. It looks melons, like an assortment of melons, honeydew, cantaloupe, some pineapple. pineapple. Yep. So that if you hear the chewing, and I'm a loud chewer according to Ryan. He is objectively okay. Well, it's objective. <laughs> I've heard I've heard otherwise. 
different people. Because you live with me, you hear me all the time. That's that's fair. Um, so, but, but I, no, what I'll point out is we've been bashing on the NBA guys, right? But I think this China uh, ruling homosexuality to a disorder. Um, have you heard about that in any of the mainstream liberal media? Or have you heard about it from any liberal? I heard about any and political figures I from think, any. I think that's because they know that. LeBron James and other NBA stars are will back them up. They they are liberals that can be seen in the media as powerful voices. You know what I mean? Why would the liberal media speak up on the hypocrisy that LeBron James is expressing when they can use LeBron James to their advantage? No, no, I don't I don't mean even speaking up about LeBron James being hypocritical. I mean like why aren't they talking about the China the, what's happening in China today? That's a great point. There's there's uh, to, which, which, which is less clear because they don't. Why would there be ties unless they? I mean, I feel like I would have heard. Like I bet, I bet I would be. I would be. I'd be surprised if on CNN's front page they were. That was an article of interest. I, I think is, that's a whole other issue. But it it's the, less clear. It is on the New York Post. New York Post. That's another. That's that's a that's a tabloid paper. Uh, Conservative. Yeah, I don't see anything on CNN yeah, on it, a quick it, Google search. But it's it's, it's odd. I don't know. There's on, some odd things going on. Oh, on the there. Fox News article, that's the title, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, but like like what, like it's amazing how they they immediately associated NBA like now because well, the thing is now that's the easy association the NBA in China because of this little mess. Yeah. But and, um, I mean, I guess at least it's bringing some some like attention towards China. Um, because as you, I, I don't know if you know about this either, but there's a lot. There's like a um a quote-unquote genocide, according to Donald Trump, and actually a human rights crisis, according to President Biden, going on in China right now. Yep. With the, I believe it's pronounced Uyghur Muslims. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've heard it's about a, this. It's in the far western, northwestern territory of China. Basically, they're... I, I, don't, I don't know the name of the country specifically, but basically China acquired this territory one way or another and is trying to assimilate these people who speak. I want to say... I don't know the language. I've, I've, I've never heard of it before, to be quite honest with you. Um, but they're assimilating them into Chinese culture, and, and there are a lot of stories of rape, abuse, mental torture, and et cetera, going on in these in these camps that are being compared to the Holocaust camps. I mean, yeah, that's not like that. I mean, that to me, that sounds like something that would have happened a hundred, two hundred, three hundred years ago. You would think, almost like you know, like a. To me, it almost brings back specifically like like the Native American population yeah. in the United States, beach with you know these colonists pioneers whatever um exactly trying to assimilate them into uh the you know this, america, this new american european culture right. and the thing is because and just just to clarify for some listeners like assimilation is not a good thing no it's not yeah, it's it, especially when it's well forced assimilation it's it's right. one thing if you have made a decision on your own right. to assimilate because you want to uh, or whatever reason but and we're talking about this in my german class actually a lot of germans are starting to speak english and they're tr- they're like mixing their languages together and they're calling it Danglish, you know, mixing yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever. And and really the the question at the at the center of this dilemma is is a population without a language is that really a population or is that just a group of people? If you take away a population's language and by association it's culture, what are they? They're just a bunch of people standing around. Would you so you think the the lang- a language is probably the primary like indicator of someone's culture? I think, or, the, or, I think the, or it brings with, them together I more than anything else. With language comes culture, and when language leaves the door, so does culture. They're, I, hand, they're I, hand in I, hand. I think there's a strong association. There. And so, if you're taking this Muslim population, they're teaching in China. Them all Mandarin. That's what's going on in the camp. And are they rep- they're, I'm sure they're reprimanded for using the native tongue. And they're actually um, not letting them 
uh, practice their religion, which I believe was Islam. Uh, yeah, they're Muslims. Yeah, um, and they're they're making them practice Buddhism. It's really a terrible thing. It going seems on. like a massive human and, rights violation. And right before Trump left office, he actually mentioned that he declared it a genocide. I believe. And Biden's called it a human rights crisis, but it's funny because I, I haven't seen any action going on. A lot of talk. Mm. A lot of talk. A lot of talk. Lot of no, no, you can notice how Trump calls it a genocide while Biden calls it a human rights crisis. Crisis. Now, that's, those, that's very different. You know, it's hitting at the same it is. idea, but very, like, the I guess the level of um, s- severity uh Change, like 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 Trump calling it genocide. That's indicating a very high level of severity. Like, yeah. But the human rights crisis is like not so much. It's kind of backburner. I think so. That's I think two different into the definitions. They're both super serious. But yes, like when you hear that, you're like, oh, genocide. Yeah. Okay. But it's still really bad. Obviously. No, it's bad. I think that. Yeah. No. And um, just to clarify my point earlier, it says uh, according to the Guardian, it says Republican Senator Ted Cruz and Democratic Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez were among politicians who co-signed a letter to Silver. Expressing their disappointment. Okay, cosign. That's pretty. Yeah, you won't. You won't. You won't see that kind of uh, collaboration nowadays. It's, Recently, I, I think in the past couple of months, I think. I believe they agreed on something. No, Cruz. Cruz said to her, "Oh, we." He subtweeted her, saying he agreed with her, and she's like, she like was like, "No, like this is not the time for compromise. Like you try to murder people, like something like that." She was not having it. So no. there's no. There's no compromise collaboration now. They, they won't nowadays. be hanging out at, at no a, Chili's. Yeah, no, not, they won't be at a Chili's together. They should go. Let's go to Chili's. Maybe one of them will go to Chili's. One of them will go to like IHOP. So you know, um, our friend Mary's plane was telling me that. Um, so she works at Chili's as a hostess, I guess. And interesting. There's a new menu item called the brisket quesadilla. Oh, has she had it? She hasn't had it, but I think she said she had a coworker who had tried it and said it was off the charts. Well, who's this coworker, and what kind of? I don't know. Maybe they, who knows? They might have a poor palate. Yeah, but I mean, I mean brisket quesadillas. There's really only one meat. way to find out. All right, we're going to Chili's this weekend, baby. We're going to Chili's. We're getting a brisket quesadilla. I'm, oh, making me hungry, dang! That salmon wasn't nearly enough for me. No, it looked good. It was good. It wasn't enough. Oh. I'm definitely gonna have some later. I had the London broil. I always, I always don't like to get that. It's okay. I don't know. It's BK's one of BK's favorites. It's it's like a change in pace, you know. Yeah, we all need that. But all right, let's uh let's uh quickly, you know, we haven't talked a lot of sports today. No, we, that, we don't mind that. But let's no, quickly okay. do a little bit ten minute run through. Let's do it. Fifteen minute run through of some NBA storylines that um we've been itching to talk about. Um, what do you what do you what do you think? What should we do? You want to talk? We could talk trade rumors. Or we could talk Lamella Ball and Rookie of the Year conversation. What do you think? Well, I actually want to bring up something really quickly. You throw it in there. That's uh, it's been really going around the the Twitter sphere, the Instagram oh. sphere, everything. It's Every going sphere. on around all the spheres. Social media sphere. It is it is all over the web. Stephen A has been vocal about it. Donovan Mitchell has been vocal about it. What's going on with the officiating in today's NBA? Have you heard about this? Well, I heard that both Mitchell and Gobert were very upset last night and said they deserve to win the game. Mitchell was ejected. The Sixers ended up winning the game in overtime. Uh, I'd like you. Can you give me some um, background on that? Because I saw a headline for that, but what exactly happened that they were so upset about? So it was an overtime. There was um, the Sixers. There was a, there was a limited amount of time on the clock. I don't know exactly how much. Um, a shot goes up for Philadelphia. It's batted around a few times. Joel Embiid ends up with the offensive rebound in the paint. Uh, and Gobert's right ne- right there next to him. And 
Joel Joel Embiid goes up for the layup and he and he misses and then falls down like falls down like on his on his butt butt back yeah butt back it completely and, oh but, I saw that yeah. but I don't know if you saw the video nobody touched him so there was real, I thought there was a little contact from Gobert but no I thought there was zero contact I mean I was just watching it from the same video you probably did. yeah 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 I saw zero contact it I mean I'm sure I didn't watch the whole game but I'm sure the whole game included a lot of questionable calls that led them to this frustration but the, I yeah. think that was the tipping point because Mitchell got ejected right then and there oh I remember I saw the video it was funny and Bede's like looking at like sh- like going like tee him up uh, referring yeah. to Mitchell I think Embiid's a goofy guy whatever um, it, well I'm confused is I thought isn't there a whole new thing where they can review fouls you would think so I, I'm confused why they just didn't review it maybe they ran, maybe they ran out of challenges or they didn't have any timeouts left something like that needless to say I I, I have always hated when players talk out about uh, officiating because I just I just don't think that it's ever like it's never objective. Are you, are you know, we're we're pulling up the video on the back. You think that's a foul? But whatever. But that's not the point. We that's can, ridiculous. We can listen. We, we we only have we don't have a lot of time here. But I, I think you can just you can isolate so many different situations in a game. And say that was a bad call. You can also do the exact opposite and isolate a bunch of situations, a bunch of different situations, and say that was a great call. Officiating and is not never objective. It's a hard job, and I don't think that guys have. I don't think NBA players should ever go out and say, it, like, "Oh, we, we deserve to win that game." He did. There was a couple of fouls. He did that, mention there were things that, that he knows that his team could have done better in order to win, but he said that this game in particular was the officiating was so terrible. That he felt like his team was in a better position to win at the end of the game. I don't, I don't, I don't ever buy into that crap. I don't mind it. No, I, th- I think sometimes there's there's reasonable explanation. I think I agree. Like I, I'm all for being frustrated with officiating. I just don't think being outspoken about it is a good idea because I just think it's almost like a bad sportsmanship thing. Like you should always just take responsibility. You can't. You need to control the things you can control, and you can never. You are never going to be able to control officiating. No, that's true. That's never. True. There's but never. I you can whine all you I want. I do think things need to be done about it, though. What do you? How? What do you mean? How? What, how do you? Things don't. Like I don't. That's another thing. There's no. Like what do they want? What does who want? What do they? What are these? Donovan Mitchell, the Donovan Mitchells of the world, the and people like complaining. Stephen a, who what? Yeah. What? Well? What do they wish? What? Are they, what, are, what are they hoping for? What? Which? How can they change this? Better officiating. That, that's a loaded. I mean, it's not as simple as that. I think it goes to too many fouls. I think, and I think a lot of people are actually very vocal about this, including not not even just players. Like I said, Stephen A. Kellerman's even agreed. Shaq's even mentioned it. The NBA is way too soft, soft these okay. days, and I think that's what's related to. They're calling uh, too many fouls. You think this is a, a, the volume of the fouls needs to go down? I, that's what I think. It is a change that can be seen, a tangible change that can be made, and can make people happier. That is something that I will agree with. Because that, that's an answer to your question, a solution to your question. Did, what, what's a change that can be made? Yeah, so they need it. I guess maybe they can tell. Yeah, I, I, I think that to an extent they definitely have made it a lot easier for os- offensive players to succeed in the league. 100%. Um, and, and I, yeah, I guess, they, I mean, that, that's what, okay, fun. That's what, that helps me. That, that's what I was looking for. Because I, I think that's a hard thing to be like, get better at officiating. It's not, I, I would, so that's why you can't blame the officials. They're really, they are told, they're trained a specific way to, how to, how to officiate these you games. Know, so don't blame them, blame. There is a little rumor going on. Oh, what is this? There's a little rumor going on. The Jazz are the first seed in the West. Oh, the Lakers here we are go. the second no, seed. No, that in the is West. not. Okay, continue. 
Nobody wants to see a small market like Utah go to the finals. Nobody's going to watch it. Let's, because apparently there was there's a lot of foul um, drama going on in the Lakers Suns game. Apparently, Devin Booker got ejected for, according to Stephen A, no reason. And Stephen A, it was actually Stephen A who alluded to this. Devin Booker gets ejected. The Lakers end up, I believe, winning that game against the Suns. And Donovan Mitchell gets ejected, allowing the Sixers to win this game. The Utah Jazz, they're basically the goal, get the Utah Jazz out of first place in the West, get the Lakers to first place in the West. Everybody wants to see the Lake Show. Everyone wants to see LeBron James. Nobody wants to see a small market like Utah. Look, I get the... I see that. But, I mean, we also had those Utah Jazz teams back in the 90s who went to two straight finals, maybe went to three straight... Western Conference championship game, championship see, series. See, the thing I think about that is Michael Jordan was going to be in the finals anyway. So you don't. So you buy? You think you actually buy into that crap? Some of it I do. Some of it I do. Because there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of examples in in NBA history. That, there are that things like this have been affected. That Kings Lakers game in 2003, that 03 playoff game. Exactly. I always have felt that that was a. And there's a lot of because the Kings are the biggest low market team, the, the lowest of the lows. One of them, yes. They are the lowest, I'd say. Sacramento. Sacramento. You think of any other city? That is the lowest. So them making the finals. Um, but Ryan, although it's fun to consider these things, and it almost seems plausible. However, yeah, I mean, guys like Stephen A. Smith, they're trying to. Increase their ratings. They're trying to make. They, they want to make oh, this I controversy. I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't what do you mean? That. It's it's no. great content. See, I think Stephen A. cares about the game. You don't know that. You don't I think know he does, him. and you don't know that he's lying. I, I'm, I'm saying you could speculate. He's a TV personality. He's the most famous TV per, sports TV personality there is. Friend, he, yeah, he's yeah. he's known for being somewhat controversial, loud, boisterous, brogadacious. So you think he's only saying these things? No, but I think his ratings. I no 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 no. But I don't. That's not the only reason he's saying them. I'm just like, he 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 will be. He probably allows himself to be more lenient with what he's saying. He might not. It, like I, back he, in his head, he's probably like, this is not the most realistic thing. But, like it's, but it's like I feel like he's so popular because he says what he wants. Like isn't that like his? Yeah, exactly. He says what he wants. He says what he, he says what he wants, even if it's kind of ridiculous. Exactly. So how does that try to boost his ratings? It's not. But that, no, it is saying what you want, being ridiculous. It gets people it, to listen to you. Exactly. That's why he's ratings, good. But he's, his ratings are so high because he is who he is. Exactly. I'm not blaming him. It's not. I'm not. I'm saying good. I'm glad he's saying. It. I'm just. You got to think about that. Maybe they, these guys want to be controversial on air. I don't know. They do. I guess. I just. I see. I view his ratings getting higher and him being such a big deal that he is as a result of of. Like as a product that he is, was obviously going for, but not necessarily like. Like he's not just saying whatever he wants just to get his ratings high. I think he like that's just part of his personality. No, it's, you're right. Saying what he wants. You're right. He says what, no. He says what he wants, and and, and it's as, a product, and it, of, it works, and it works out that he exactly, him saying what he wants. Exactly. But I think so. I would say that in the be, in the beginning of a guy like that's career. Yeah, sure. That's you how gotta, he, you got to get off the ground. Somehow. Yeah, and that once you realize, oh wait, like they love my personality, love when I do that. I but I lean into that all the time now. And I I actually really enjoyed him stepping into this take on the officiating because players like Donovan Mitchell are going to get fined and Oh yeah. I mean, he knows that when he says that. Hmm. Stephen A, I don't think he's going to get fined. I don't think he can get fined. I don't know. I just like I just like when social media personalities step in like that and start talking about stuff that the players want them to talk about. 
They probably. I, I bet they. Because I, I believe on they appreciate Donovan Mitchell's video, um, John Morant like uh, did the up arrow thing on it. And a bunch of NBA play, other NBA players responded. Yeah, no, to no, it. no. Um, and um, maybe, maybe what, and like that's why maybe a guy like Stephen A. Smith should talk to these players. He has a relationship with a lot of them, and be like, hey guys. I, I get the NBA. I get you're upset. You're upset with the officiating. Let me speak about it. Why would you? Don't. I will be the spokesperson. I can't get fined. I'm a media. I'm literally a media guy. And I, and These I guys the only, should not sacrifice and themselves. And I think the only reason Mitchell Mitchell was so angry and vocal about the issues the other night or last night, I think it was, is just just frustration. Just yeah, hundred percent. Adrenaline rush, like upset. He just got ejected in overtime against the best team in the East when they're the best team in the West with the MVP candidate. Tensions were high. Oh I, yeah, it definitely feels the um, the hatred, not the hatred, the the um, anger. Definitely, definitely. But so, I don't know. We can't talk about fishing forever. We got a lot of other things that we can talk about in these last few minutes. Um, one thing you really want to talk about was Lamelo Ball. I do want to talk about Lamelo Ball. I love Lamelo Ball. I love him kind of the draft. I thought he should be the number one pick. Wanted the Warriors to take him. They should have. Why do you want the Warriors to take him? Because it does. I know they have Curry, but Curry can play off. Curry's more of an off-ball guy root, anyway. Do you root for the Warriors? No, but I root for anyone who can bring. As long as Curry's on the Warriors, I will always root for them to have, to um, bring great players onto their team. Interesting. Okay. If Curry was off, I wouldn't care. Trust me, I wouldn't. It's the same thing with like Brady, but like not with Brady. You don't talk the about the Bucks as much as you talk about the Warriors, though. Be- you talk about Brady more so than the Bucks, but you talk about the Warriors more so than the Stephens. Because you know what I? Oh, well, because it's been longer that I've been attached to the team. It's been like 2013. It's been a long time. So you've been a Warriors fan since. But 2013. he, if he left, I would be. I would never think of the Warriors. So you've been a Warriors fan since 2013. Yeah. So you are a Warriors fan. A Curry fan, sorry. Well, but, you just but it's, said it's yes. morphed into a Warriors fan. Can we, you know what? I know this is what the Brian Scotts of the world want to freaking hear right now, but I don't want to waste my I'm time. giving them what they want to hear. LaMelo Ball is a bona fide beast. He is averaging 16 a game, 6-6. Six and six. But that's not even what's most impressive to me because I knew he was going to have good counting stats no matter what. What I wasn't so sure of was his efficiency from the field. He's shooting 45% from the field and 38% from three as a rookie. Yeah, nobody thought he was going to shoot. No one, no that one. Was the big not problem. even me, who that was, was optimistic. Big, that was the big problem. That was exactly. He shoot efficiently. And he, he has. And he makes smart shots. And it, it's At this point, like I was almost worried. Like In the beginning of the year, he was playing well. And I'm like, well, we will see. He, there's, there's always the reversion to the meme. My dad always talks about it. It's a, it's a principle. It's like nothing... You could have a trend of playing very well or doing something very well, but eventually you're gonna go. You're gonna have something that you're gonna have a downtrend that's gonna offset it, and you end up being back to the average. Common common statistics. Common theme statistics, as as you would know. Um, But what's impressed me and what's made me think that that's not gonna happen is because he's actually been starting games recently with some injuries. Devontae Grant's been out, and I believe he's been averaging over twenty. He's averaging twenty. And he's been shooting like fifty percent from the field. It's crazy. Forty-two percent. Some, some it's some crazy numbers for a rookie. It's remarkable. And any pa- and like a lot of the times, like a lot of time, you'll watch a guy, you'll see his stats, be like, oh, that's kind of impressive. Then you watch him, he doesn't really pass the eye test. You're like, oh, he's just on a bad team. It's not the case with him. And I, I'd actually argue it's opposite. You watch him, you're like, holy, holy. Can you agree? You can agree with me on this. He's fun to watch. He's fun to watch, and, and he, he knows what he's doing. He knows uh, what he's doing. He's got a lot of people are talking about him. He's got a lot. So of there's a comment Stephen A. mentioned. He's everything we promised. <laughs> we were promised Lonzo, Lonzo would, would be. be yeah. Thought that was interesting. He's right. Michael Jordan, the owner of his team, the Hornets, and the goat, and the goat. It says it actually right here. It goes. <laughs> it says that's a nice compliment for Ball, both from his boss and the greatest player of all time. But 
That was pretty sweet. <laughs> anyway, you digress. Anyway, Jordan says, I think Melo has adjusted to the NBA game better than any of us ever thought this early in his career. He has exceeded our expectations so far this season. Very blunt, very straight to the point, MJ. We, uh, Sorry, pr- we've always loved your charisma. But, <laughs> I know, um, he's not much of a... <laughs> high praise. Those are, that's high praise. quite the words from the GOAT, like you said. Uh, and I, I, I have to say, the reason why he's succeeding this well... Um, despite all the pressure is because he's been I think a lot of people overlook this he's been dealing with this pressure since he was like 14 I mean he's had to deal with this for a long long time this isn't new to him this is nothing to him he knows how to brush things off he's playing exceptionally well he's running away with the with the um, he's with no, the rookie of the year chase he's no Brandon but he's Roy huh huh Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges comment that was pretty yes. good um, Miles Bridges loves him and throws him lobs and I'll just say one last thing. I think if you're the Timberwolves right now, and it, if you're the Warriors, maybe if you, maybe the Warriors as well. I know it's only been like ha, less than not even half a season yet. Uh-huh. They've, they, you, I'm telling you subconsciously, or maybe even like out loud, they're they're saying, "Yeah, we made a mistake." Oh, 100 percent, hundred. Especially the T Wolves, who have a mightily inefficient Andrew Wiggins 2.0 and Anthony Edwards on the team. I, I, and I told them that they should have listened to me. Hundred percent. But it's whatever. I, I digress. 100%. You know? All right, we got three minutes here. Ryan, I just gave my little mellow spiel. I love the guy. God. Uh-huh. Um, give me some uh, updates on the NBA trade rumor mill. Okay, there's a lot going on. Because things have been churning. A lot going on. Celtics are rumored to be wanting to make a big move for a big man. This, <laughs> uh, this trade deadline coming up. Names to be dropped include Nikola Vucevic Vooch. and Jeremy Grant, which seems like a more Vooch. realistic option in my opinion. What Who? Do you think? Grant? Grant. I think Grant's a better option. They already have they have actually like solid I feel like they have more needs in the center. Because Tice and Robert Williams are actually betting better than like like are playing all right versus like they're like they're like backup forwards and wings are terrible. Sure. Um, so I think it's a better option. Realistic? I don't know. I think they're both good. You think Bucevic is more realistic? Well, I don't think either of them are because I think they're both going to require a big haul. Yeah, that's won't, And we won't be able to do it. But that's just me. Yeah, I don't see the Celtics having that many young assets to give away. They, I think they have them, but they're just not good. No, they're not going to give up. This is the problem. They're not going to give up any of the top four. Kemba Agreed. maybe, but they won't. Agreed. The top, at least the top three, Smart, Brown, Tatum, off. They're not going to be traded. Agreed. And the pick, and and their picks aren't that valuable because they're going to people perceive that they will be at least a playoff team in the next ten years. So yeah, not going to happen. All right. Um, then we got Lakers shopping Drummond, Javale McGee. They're looking I, for a big man. They want McGee. The they just had him. I know the rumors say that that the Lakers are looking for a big man. Um, are they going to get one? I don't know because you know what other team wants Drummond. Not, not, not your bulls. I don't know why, but my bulls want them. Well, yeah, I don't get that. I don't get it either. It you already have. You have Wendell Carter. He's a huge yeah. contract for a team that's clearly not ready to make the make the push. Is he expiring, Drummond? Uh, that's a good question. But I no, but I agree. I, I I don't think like his game also doesn't really fit the modern NBA. He still can't shoot for for the life of him. No, he can't. And he's not. He's a good rebounder, but he's not like that great of a defender. Like, um, he's fine, but he's not that great of a defender. So I don't know. That seems a little bit unless unless they were able to get him for like nothing, you know? Yeah, and I know a lot of teams are interested in um, Thaddeus Young as well. 
I think the Celtics were mentioned in that. And I believe the Lakers were as well. Well, however, I don't I don't know what kind of deal would be made. I think Lakers should relax. I think when they get AD back, they'll be fine. I agree. Um, and then what's this last one here? Well, apparently Oladipo himself, not Houston, but Oladipo wants to go to Miami. Apparently, so he's always wanted to go to Miami his whole career. Does Miami want him? I don't know. But apparently Oladipo wants to go to Miami himself. So there's rumors. Is Are, are the Rockets going to be able to trade him there? Does Miami even want him? Or is he going to have to wait till he's a free agent and sign with Miami in, in the offseason? My gut instinct is that that's not going to happen. Because I just, why would Miami want him? They have Jimmy Butler and they have young guy, the young boy Tyler Hero. Great question. And he's gonna, and Oladipo, what what do you get? Trade assets, trade assets for Oladipo, and then have to pay him a lot of money when you don't even really. I mean, I don't know. That just seems like a bad fit. He might want to go there. I don't think it's reciprocated. What do you think? I don't know. He's no sure thirty, and he's not like Oladipo who was three years ago. Houston's got a lot of issues to fix. Oh, they're really bad. But the last thing I want to mention is the Pelicans: Lonzo Ball, Eric Bledsoe, JJ Redick. Hmm. I just read an article. Looks like they want to keep Lonzo. Looks right. like looks like they're trying to hold on to Lonzo and they're trying really. to shop Reddick and Bledsoe. But who wants Bledsoe? I I want you. I want to say one thing about Eric Bledsoe. He it might be the least valuable player in the league. <laughs> I have been watching that guy for the past couple of years. Him or uh, Wanamaker? No, I'd rather have Wanamaker That's because debatable for the money. Eric Bledsoe does literally good. nothing. He, he does nothing. He he literally dribbles and then hands it off. Where he dribbles, it makes like a little like a, the easiest pass. He can't shoot. He can't drive anymore. He used to be this like uber athletic guy who drove. Doesn't do that. He's not a right defender. He sucks. He's a body. With that being said, did you know Q-tips are not meant for the year? A lot of things are going on the internet right now. Q-tips are not meant for the year. On all the packaging, it doesn't say I it's do that. in the year. I've been doing that for the year my whole life. I know. I watch I you dig do it all the time. Do wait, um, so, wait, why, wait, wait, wait. Why are they not for the year? Apparently they're for like uh, re- like doing something with makeup on your eyes. Well, why they're can't I use them for my ear? They're for your keyboard. Apparently they damage your ear canals. Well, how the heck else? I'm supposed to get the earwax out. You know those like water things you shoot in your ears? That thing? You've never seen those? No. That's a thing. <laughs> well, you should buy me that for Christmas. Yeah, maybe. Because I hate... Ever since second grade, some uh, kid told me, his name was Cole Manning in my second grade class. Shout out to Cole Manning. He told me that... I had earwax in my ears and looked gross. Ever since, I've been super self-conscious, so I, I, I really dig the Q-tip. You are always, you're always digging the Q-tip in I there. think it's, it is kind of disgusting. I'm I mean, it is. why was he looking in your ears? Uh, I mean, he's like, oh, he's eight. All right. Well, <laughs> curious. with that being said, it is unfortunately time for no, us. No, we can go a little. Come on. Let's give them. Let's are you sure? These, these We're fine. No one's, win, no one's winning us. for us. What about these people? We're going a little over. Come on. We have one last thing we need to talk about here. That's true. Strawberries. Oh, so BC has implemented a berry market and <laughs> at the dining hall. Can you tell what a bit what it is though? It's not yeah. really a berry market. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll get into it. So, so basically, they're just selling strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries. That's that's as simple as it is. Hmm. Um, in the same containers that you get from the grocery store, hmm. all you moms, dads, independent shoppers, all you people out there that shop for your berries and your local produce, you guys know what I'm talking about. They come in those little plastic containers. Clamshells is what the it's what the workers call them, you know, yep, if you know yep. the lingo. Um, and I don't know how expensive they are by you, but usually uh, uh, a clear plastic thing of strawberries is anywhere between 2 and $4. If they're on sale, they could be $2. They could be a dollar. If they're not on sale, they could be $4. They could even be $5. It's really expensive, though, and people usually don't you buy them. You probably wouldn't go price. for that point. Blueberries, same thing, between okay. 3 and $6. You get the picture. Sure. 
the strawberries at the berry market are an outrageous $11. $11 for that little clamshell. That's one pound of strawberries for That's $11. One, and they're my, making a killing. My mother just informed me today that the the grocery store that I used to work at saw my sophomore year of high school, my first job ever actually. They're selling strawberries right now. Same clamshell, same pound of strawberries for ninety nine cents. That's a deal and a half. It'll probably be on sale for like three days, but still, that's a deal. Comparatively, and a half. yeah. It's, so B, what's BC doing? Well, at the end of the day, BC already has our money. And yeah, at the but, end of the day, so like it doesn't really matter. That's true, and people are buying them anyway. Yeah, I see so many people buying buying strawberries. I'm like, oh, you don't know how much those actually are. You should you should you should throw your finger around. I should, we should, what we should do is we should go to Target, buy tons of strawberries for like the four dollars that they cost, and sell start them for six dollars. Start our own berry market at the corner. Oh yeah, we just need a selling license. A lot of people walk. Was that a thing? They do. We need a selling license. We need some kind of license. Remember, people were like, oh, kids can't have lemonade stands because they don't, they don't have the right to sell stuff. Is that actually a thing? I don't know. That's a bad thing. I think it's a thing. Maybe it's not. Maybe, maybe, maybe with that, we should call it a night, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, we got places to go, people we, to see. We don't have anything to do. We're actually going to McDonald's. We are very busy people. Um, we have a lot of stuff going on during the week. <laughs> I actually have a busy weekend. Do you? I do. I have a lot of stuff to do Monday. Monday and Tuesday. Actually, I'm kidding. I, don't, I have a busy Friday. T- t- I, have a busy, I have a busy tonight and tomorrow, but you have a busy, busy weekend. Maybe, I have a busy weekend. Maybe you should be proactive and start doing some of that stuff tonight. Maybe I will. And maybe you get a coffee from McDonald's. Maybe I will. All right. Uh, Ryan, want to send us off? You love sending us off. You're really good sending us I off. I never know how to send us off, but I usually just make it up in my head as I go. Just do it cool. Be cool. Be natural. March 4th. Today is March 4th. That means we'll be seeing you on March 11th. Oh. Seven days from now. Ooh. Mark your calendars. Mandy and Charles will be back with another spicy episode next Thursday. Thanks for listening. <laughs>